Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast Season 3 with your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the executive protection practitioner, the private security professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective executive protection agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect her children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family, I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, enjoy the show. Out. Boom! What's going on, you guys? Byron Rogers. We're back for another episode of the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. I've got an honored guest with me. It's going to be good. Uh, we're going to be digging into a lot of fun things, just real world, what's going on down out there in the game, man. I've got a friend, a colleague, a patron of the course, Steve Schleinich with me of Elite Security Pro. How you doing, brother? Good, man. How's it going? Great to be here. Nah, thanks, man. I'm honored. I'm absolutely honored that you, you that you took yeah, the time. Likewise, thank you. Hundred percent. You know, so Steve, been in the game, veteran of the game, uh, and and what I like to do. I mean, it's cool for us to hear from like all the big dudes, big dogs, you know, who are doing things. But I like to find dudes that are out there in the fray, you know, chasing the pager, building their business. Uh, doing the grunt work, you know what I mean? Not just the high management guys that are running huge details, but the guys that are in the shoes of, you know, 89. Well, I mean, in your position, you're in the shoes of like the, the, the company owner, the owner operator, you know, so that's a higher echelon still of the guys that are out there, you know, you're hiring and moving dudes around and stuff, but you know, these are, this is like the backbone of our industry, you know, and, um, I, I see a lot, I see two career paths. Usually, you know, there's the, go big corporate, you know, and, and, and climb the corporate ladder in the game and become like a regional manager and all that. And then there's the dudes who are just a little bit more like a little bit more like me, a little more Ronin, a little bit more entrepreneurial and that, you know, end up kind of uh, cutting their own way, get their PPO and really go into business for themselves after they've done the deed for a while. Um, And, and, you know, no matter where you're at in that, what I find is there's this spot where you go from like the guy doing a specific task, you know, the guy doing a a specific task to now you're over people and you got to lead people and you got to run your business and you got to work with different companies. And there's not a lot of conversations that help you make that transition, you know, really well. So Steve's in that world, man. So I, I, I and this is going to be a valuable conversation, man. So thanks for being here. Right on, man. Yeah. Thank you. And then another huge deliverable is he is part of our executive protection training day course and uh, which we are evolving. I'm going to add two more layers on that. You guys stay tuned for that, but he's stand out in the course, you know, one of those guys and I'm like, yo, are you in Cali? Like, can we work together? What, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, he's one of those guys that stands know. out that you guys need to know about if you need to get something done or you need a solid dude in your detail, or if you need help, you know, Steve's a guy that I would say you, you should for sure look at, you know, so um, 100%, I can stand behind that. So heck yeah, man. 
So we'll dive into it here, bro. Uh, Bring it. Let's do it. Yeah, man. A little bit on your background, brother. You know, uh, you know, the infamous EP question when you get inside the chase together and everyone's looking at everybody and then eventually someone's like, so, bro, what's your background? <laughs> you know, let it rip. Uh, hardcore, man. Double dog, you know, Heck yeah. uh, proud, proud. US the best. Um, did did my did a four year term, you know, yep. um, did some time overseas is in the sandbox for a little bit. Yeah. Got my first actual. um I guess, uh, experience doing, um, EP, I guess in a Suedo military world where yeah. I was pulled for additional, uh, uh, special duty to be a, um, personal escort, bodyguard in country with another yeah. Marine, uh, for the female JAG officer. So when she'd go into, into, into town, we would be like her actual EP guys. Wow. Like escort fully locked and loaded. Um, you know, escorting her around town. Sweet. So what AO, like where, where were you doing that uh, work? Was it in uh, Iraq, Afghanistan? In Kuwait and Iraq. Yep. Correct. Yep. Sweet, man. Um, and this is in the desert storm era. So we're talking 95, 90, 97 area. Heck so, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then I got all kinds of questions about that. I mean, what trend, what, what did you learn there? What did you see transition you know, over into the private sector? Uh, just uh, being like, I guess, uh, that level of, you know, like I was solely responsible for, for her life, you know, and a two-man, literally a two-man detail, you know, yeah. in, like in, in and out around town, you know, um, and the threat was so high over there at the time, you know, and uh, I mean, it was high, high security risk over there. Yeah. So it was... Uh, it was scary, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say I was this gung-ho guy ready to, you know, put rounds down range because I wasn't. I was scared. I'm yeah. not young. I was 21 years old, you know? And uh, it, it was nuts. It was it was pretty scary because you're hearing, you know, you're hearing shit go off around you all the time and you don't know, like, I didn't know whether I was going to go home the next day or not. So yeah. it, was, it, was, it was scary, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, man, I was ready for it because yeah, yeah, I yeah. wasn't. It was yeah. a huge culture shock, you know? Heck yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, and I appreciate that. I mean, I think, like, that's the reality of the game, man. Like, and, and, and becoming okay with knowing that you can get whacked anytime you leave the wire or even inside the wire, you know, like when we push right. out and we're yep. setting up an AO and like, yo, we just yep. took over a house for the night. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, at any moment, like we could have to fight for our lives from this structure, you know, build from mud, you know, it's, it's part of it. I, and, and I think some advantages I took from it was, you know, they talk about hyper vigilance, like it's a, a negative thing and it can be if it stops you from being effective in life. But like, right. man, I love my hyper vigilance, man. I love the fact that I'm like up here paying attention all the time. Uh, uh, whenever things are going on around me. And I like, I, I love to want to get visual mastery in my situation, my surroundings. You know, I feel like having that experience gave me an edge where I could stay on way longer than a lot of guys that just had a civilian background or whatever background, Right. like, like growing up in a hood, man. It's like, you're like, yeah. nah, dude, things can go crazy at any minute and I'm ready. You know, I think transitioning from military, I had those instinctive skills to know like scaling, you know, a room when you walk into the room and kind of looking for the exits and so on and so on. I think that definitely helps, you know, 
I, do, I use that all the time, even in EP. When I go into a restaurant, I wonder where the exits are at, or I want to know, or I, I face towards the door, you know, so I already can see people coming and going all the same time. And I'm never caught by a surprise, I guess, you know, yeah. so being aware of your surroundings that, that, you know, the Marine Corps definitely taught me that always head on a swivel, always, you know, being aware of your surroundings. And yeah. I, 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 I implement that into every detail I ever do. Yeah. Or yeah. even everyday life. When I go into a restaurant, I constantly force a habit. I just, I want to stay, you know, close, you know, away from the, you know, if I'm, I want to stay facing the door, you're knowing where the exits are. Right, I think you can relate to that as well. Um, yeah. And it's just, uh, and even when I'm by myself or I'm with a friend or a female, whatever, lead, when I lead someone into a, in a, when I walk into a building, I'm leading as if I'm leading them, that as my principal, you yeah. know, or, or, ta- or tailing them for that matter. hundred percent. I think, yeah. and that's why, that's why the stinking slogan here, man, is it's more than just a job. It's a lifestyle. Cause it's literally like, you can't just think you're going to turn these habits on and these baselines of performance on and like this, this unconscious competence that you should have, you're not going to just turn that on when you're working right. and turn it off when you're not working, you know, and you're with your family or your loved ones. It's like real protectors. Yep. Like we go to work and we do what we do in real life. And then what makes us gangster and like really good at work is the fact that like, we're putting hours in the gym, we're putting hours on the mat, we're putting hours in the range. Like, and then, and then when you get to work, it's just like, yeah, like this is easy. This is game time, but I'm just going to do who I am right now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've been told before, like you're too intense. Calm down. Like you're not a worker right now. And I'm like, Oh, I just forced to have it. I apologize. You know, it's just exactly. Cause I'm not a stoic robotic guy. I actually have a personality, you know? So I'm just not like, Oh, you know, like, you know, left, right. You know? Um, But like, I'm not programmed, but at the same time I am in my own head when I'm, you know, moving around and stuff like that. Yeah. No, you know, it's constantly thinking, anticipating my next move, you know, hundred percent. and that's huge yeah. in our game, dude. I think, I think a lot of, especially newer dudes in the game get sucked into whatever task they're doing. Like, all right, principals at dinner, like we're going to like watch them at dinner. It's like, yeah, dude, but do you know what the next two moves are? Do you know how you're getting to your vehicles? Are the yep. vehicles ready right now? Yep. You know, have you swept the green room, bro? Like, do you know that that path is clear where you're going, dude? Like, do you know how to get to where we're going after we get to the green room, just in case they just want a quick turnaround and burn straight to the VIX. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you're, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. It makes us better men, better protectors, better women. I, I dig it, man. So what happened after, after the Marine Corps? So after the Marine Corps, um, I uh, I trans, uh, basically, I could put some size on the Marine. I went to the Marine Corps, like 175 pounds, and I got out like 230. Yeah. Like I was just jack and steel eating, you know, all the time, you know, and. Uh, Heck yeah. I put on some size, some serious size. Perfect. And I'm about 235 right now. That's what's um, up. Yeah. And that's why I kept my fitness up and all that. Um, so I was a big dude when I got out of the Marine Corps and I was like, yeah. oh man, you know? And so I was automatically, I basically just identified like, well, this guy could do security, you know? And yeah. I was looking for work. I didn't have a job. Yep. I got out of the Marine Corps. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. And so I just started bouncing at bars, you know? Yeah. Uh, and cracking some heads for a while. I mean, I did, unfortunately, but, yep. you know, cracking heads and whatnot. And then um, did it for a long time. And then I was yeah. like, man, there's no, I mean, there's no money in bouncing, you know? Like, right. Um, I need to get into the club scene. So then I started working the door nightclubs and now you're getting cash tips and now you're like, okay, now this is good. This is better. But I was in security for a while. Yeah. Um, bar security, bar, bar, bar club security, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I bumped into a guy 
um, who's a former Marine who did EP. And he was like, Hey man, have you ever thought about, you know, being doing, doing executive protection? And I'm like, what's that? Yep. And he's like, and he's like, well, it's like a glorified name for a bodyguard. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And he was with uh, one of the big companies at the time. Yeah. And I was like, you should definitely try out and you should definitely, um, you know, okay. see what you're made of. And I was like, yeah, man, I mean, I'd love to do He's like, the money's great. You can travel. He's like, you're single, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm single, no kids, no friend. You know, he's like, oh, perfect. You know, you'd be great. And so I guess working in the nightclubs, like now keep in mind, I, I got out of the Marine Corps and I was, I went to LA. I was in Hollywood. I've been, and I was in Hollywood up until like, so I went home for like, I went back East for like two years to go to school. And then I went back to, I went to Hollywood. So I bounced, started bouncing back East, like Massachusetts area. And then when I decided to move back to LA, um, I went right into Hollywood. I'm talking like lived on sunset boulevard in the heart of hollywood in like, the game in, in the thick of it i was in the thick of it yeah and i was there from 1999 until 2020 yeah in hollywood 1999 to 2020 yeah and that's how you were introduced to me when one of the homies was like yo this dude's been big in the hollywood scene you know and i'm like long okay, time dude. yeah, yeah that's yeah. a that's a beast man the that's hollywood a beast. Scene. yeah but i also <laughs> got like I mean, you know, Hollywood is like, you can go to the grocery store and there's a celebrity right there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not, it's so common there. So right. I became desensitized to that. I wasn't a star, I wasn't starstruck or anything like that. Right. But then I'm working at these nightclubs and they're coming in the front door. And yeah. then I'm meeting their management and I'm meeting this and I'm meeting that. And then I'm asked, hey, do you do anything on the side? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'll do, pers- I'll, I'll do side security. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I had to go through all the criteria and get my, you know, get my guard card and get all that, get all like exposed weapons permit, all that type stuff. Right. And so I have the credentials, if you will. Right. But then they were like, Oh, you're a Marine. Oh, background. Oh, oh you know, like, Oh yeah, we want, you know, we want. but then they're like, cool, I'll pay you, you know, 20 bucks an hour. And I'm like, what? I was like, no, I'm not doing 20 bucks. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, not at all. The celeb- that's, that's just how it is. You know? Yeah. Um, and even now I get, you know, I've heard people tell me that, Oh yeah, well I can pay you $25 an hour. And yeah. I'm like, no, like, right. sorry, but I'm not the guy. I'll find yeah. you somebody, but I'm not that guy. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I guess seeing these familiar faces coming in the nightclub and I was dealing with them on a one-on-one basis as far as their management. And then the, the actual principal would be like, oh, hey man, you're good. They always like dab me up and stuff when they come in, this and that. And then it was cool. And then that, that kind of transitioned into other stuff as well. Right. So just my face was familiar in Hollywood. People knew me a lot. And yeah. so I guess- when I started getting into the field of EP, it was not an easy transition, but I was able to get some work that way, you nice. know, like, Hey, we'll, we'll try him out. You know, he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders and he knows how to handle people and this over and so on. And so I was very fortunate for that. I got some work there. Yeah. And then I started getting all sorts of different types of client demographics. Yeah. I worked with some Saudi royalty and, you know, and then I started meeting other EP guys and they were like, hey, you know, I have this principal coming in. We need a third guy on the detail. You know, do you want to do it? And I'm like, yeah. You know, I started like you. You don't pass up any job. I yeah. was taking, I mean, I was like, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do event security. I'll do this. Yep. I, I did whatever I could. I just walked like, through all the doors. All of it. Yeah, yeah. I did residential for like yeah. a year, you know, and I was like, which is, which is great because you get to know like how to, you know, Handle Assistance exteriors of, you know, people's building, you know, uh, homes and all that stuff and, you know, admitting vendors and so on and so on. And, you know, it, it was cool. You know, it was, it was experience. Yeah. Um, I don't like it, but right. I do it, you know. 
Well, um, I'm more of a field guy, I guess. I like to be out in the in the thick of it. Right. No, I dig it, man. Real yeah. quick. You're hitting so many good things. I'm taking notes, man. So like, yeah. you know, um, what so would you say? I get, that's kind of where I kind of got my, I think, um, the familiarity of seeing these people, these principals coming in and out of my, my clubs where I was working. And I worked at some pretty prestigious nightclubs. And the money was great because I was a door guy, you know? So I was the first guy they saw when they walked in the door. Gatekeeper. And um, I got to, yeah, I got to deal with their, with their royal court a lot of times. And then the royal court started liking me so I could get to know me. And was like, hey, you know, or, you know, they'd be cool with me. And then they'd buy bump into some big party or something like that, that I'd be working security at. And they'd be running the door there. And they're like, hey, remember us? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I, you know, we'd like, you know, I guess, you know, uh, uh, scratch each other's, you know, backs one way or another. And then they get their people in or whatever. And then it'd be like, oh, yeah, this guy's great. You know, like, uh, we're going to go on tour. You should come with us. And I was like, all right, I'll try it, you know. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that just kind of happened, you know. Um, And I feel that when I get on a detail or when I am on a detail, I do 150%. I try to go above and beyond to yeah. not to show up anybody, but just to show that this is my value. This is my worth. This is why you want me on your detail. Yeah. And this is what I bring to the table. And I think that's um, every detail I've been on, you know, um, thus far, you know, thankfully um, has been an amazing experience. And yeah. I met some amazing people who I work with now and I hire as when I have details and I say, hey, I need so-and-so, uh, I need three guys, um, oh, I'm going to reach out. And I have like, now I have like a you know database of guys I can call and be like, hey, are you available? But I have a client, here's, you know, here's information so we can, you know, so it's cool, man. You kind of build, a, like you say all the time, it's a really small kind of niche world that we live in, right. you know, and all the big, all the, all the heavy hitters know everybody, yeah, you know, yeah. but then there's also a handful of us, uh, I like to consider myself one of those guys that knows a lot of these heavy hitters as well that can relate to them. Their minister hasn't worked on their details then, but I know someone who knows them or I know what, I know a principal that they've worked with because I was with a principal when they were with their principal and we all met together in a certain area. So yeah, you all yeah. kind of like bump, bump shoulder, you know, mm-hmm. uh, rub elbows, you know? Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. I, I dig it. And that's, that's how we all get to, we kind of get to know each other, you know, yeah. the different like, regimes roll in and it's like, Oh yeah, what's up? Oh, you're with such and such, or you see someone you worked with on another detail on another yep. detail. And then it's like, it's a cool flow, man. What would you say real quick? Yeah. Um, you used a term Royal court, you know what I'm saying? Can you explain that term a little bit? For yeah, me? of course. I, I got that from Byron Rogers. No so big Royal deal. Court. No big deal. Just, Royal, just Royal court, yeah. Credit to Byron Rogers. So Royal court is to me. Um, so just to clarify, I worked with a lot of, um, principles in the hip hop community, in the yeah. musician music community, and the real core to me, um, I when I relate to my principles is that it's their immediate friends and family that are they're tight with the principal, like they're the ones that are going to get you hired or fired by your demeanor and by your actions um, and how you treat them as well as treating the principal. Yeah. Um, so it could be wife, girlfriend, kids. Um, friend from third grade, grade, like anybody, anyone, best friend, friend, cousin, yeah, whatever. Um, so, um, I call their entourage, you know, and that's the group, that's the group that they bring. Um, that's usually the group that they're always with 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like they're attached to the hip to. Yeah. And those are the people who they're like like gatekeepers and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're (laughs) gatekeepers. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're. They they're literally they can they don't like you 
you're screwed. You're bleeding out. It's one, it's one conversation or it's one phone call yep. um, where you could potentially lose your job on mm-hmm. any given, on any given day. And uh, yeah, so that's the, yeah, you deal with them a lot mm-hmm. and more so than you actually deal with the principal itself. Cause yeah. in my situation, I rarely talk to my principal, which is fine. I have done, doesn't bother me. Um, I'm dealing with the, the Royal court. Um, and that's how I get my Intel and whatnot, you know, as far as how to proceed forward and what the principal needs and so forth and so on. So no, I dig it, man. And you know, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes it's like, you want to stroke their ego. You want to be good with them, but you can't be too good with them because exactly. you don't want to, they're not your friends. You know what I'm saying? They're the client's friends. Uh, but then at the same time, they sometimes think they're the client and they want you to treat them like the client. So you got to manage this little, like this dance, you know? And yeah, like you said, it's a dance. You say that in your, uh, in your executive training day program, yeah, um, man. The, the, the video tutorials you do, it's a dance. <laughs> it's definitely a dance. You have to, Yeah, it's a finesse. You have to finesse it. Right. Cause if you don't, like you said, you can show up one day, next day you have no job. Exactly, man. No, it's, it's, uh, that's, that's exactly how it works. What would you I've been on the cutting about? board before with a principal do that, but it turned out in my favor. Um, cause the yeah. principal really liked me. Um, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, what, 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 what do you mean? And so it was cool. I mean, I was grateful that it, it worked out the way, you know, it should have worked out. It was a big misunderstanding, but I was the one that was on the chopping block for sure. Oh yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Just done. Well, you also said you haven't lived unless you've been fired from a detail, right? Isn't it? Didn't you say that? Is true, bro. Like you ain't even on the team till you've been fired, man. I got fired good one time. I've been fired one time, actually. I've been fired too, but I got hired back the very uh, two days later. Yeah, I actually, I've been fired and hired back and kept. That's happened. Yeah, Uh, crazy stuff. I mean, the the one I'm talking about. (laughs) Quick detour. I was at. I was at an airport with a principal. I needed to go to the bathroom. I had a four guys with me and I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. We're Can sitting in the lounge me for two seconds. Yeah. Totally secure. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah, let me know. It's all move. good. Yeah. I go to the bathroom. All of a sudden I hear the guys coming to the bathroom. Now, usually, you know what? Field note, use a different bathroom. Never use your client's bathroom ever. Right. But oh, because wow. of the, yeah. because of the situation, there was like one, I went to the bathroom. I thought in a million years, he would never go to, but it turned out he felt that one was more private. So he was like, is there another bathroom here? Mm-hmm. And then went around the corner out to another bathroom that was also secure. Uh, that was like a, away from everyone. And it happened to be the one I was in. Oh, <laughs> and then wow. I hear him knock on the door and they're like, who's in the bathroom? And some clients won't care. But this client did. And they were like, and it was like, it was like, you're just sitting there and you're like, I can't believe this is happening. Is he really walking up to the door? And you're like, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sure enough, I had to get, I got flown home that day. Left wow. me, you know, flew home. But the, he did call me back the next day and was like, he was like, he, he, was, he was like, it was like, it was literally like a moment from Charlie Murphy real world with Rick James. It was literally yeah. like, it was literally yeah. like, you want to chill with your old boy, Rick James? He was like, get back over to my house. <laughs> it was like, wow. That's cool. Did you apologize? Or what did you do in that moment? Yeah. I just apologized. I was like, Hey, hey I'm sir, so sorry. Yeah. I, apologize. Just, I really thought that one was away from your area. So I was trying to be respectful yeah. and he was just like, okay, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. And then the PA was like, 
Hey, bro. We yeah, home. We, we got a flight for you. Yeah, you're, you're gonna exactly you're gonna, like they don't get their their, take their, their dagger dirty. You know, they have someone else do it. They're like, no, you're great. I love your shirt. Anyways, the driver's uh, the driver's gonna take it. Yeah, I never driver outside. Again. Again. <laughs> exactly. But wow. you, you said some other things that were gangster. The other time was straight savage. I got fired. It was like a d- drill instructor like laying into i was actually impressed like with this woman the way she was talking to me i was like well, i haven't been chewed out like this in my in a long this is almost refreshing <laughs> yeah but it was it was my fault you know and i i can even talk about that one i was it was a very difficult client a notoriously difficult client uh and i think it was like 1200 or 1400 per shift yeah so, okay this is worth my time. You do two shifts back to back. I don't know why you did two shifts back to back. Okay. Because this client was so difficult. The probability of you surviving two shifts was like ultra low. So like, if you can make it one day, they should get you off the X. But anyways, my man was right. away. So that's how we did it. And um, I was watching the house and the housekeepers called me and they were like, Hey, you know, like we're done doing our thing. And I was like, okay. And the, and this is my first day. Yeah, it's my first day. And uh, I'm like, and they're and they're just like, they're just like, we're done. And I'm like, okay, you're done. I'm like, what would you normally do right now? And they're like, we would normally leave. And I'm like, do whatever you would normally do right now. And they're yeah. like, okay. And then they leave. And then I get this call with the, the 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 owner of the company on the phone, me on the phone, and the principal on the phone. And she's just like, Byron, where are my housekeepers? And I'm like. Oh, they they said that they were done and they usually leave when they're done. And then she's like, do you pay the bills around here? And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. And she's like, you need to tell me you came yeah. on here, set my housekeepers home early. And you're just sitting there like, it's here it comes, man. She's like, you don't pay the bills. She's like, get your ish and get the F out of my house. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I mean, you're just dead on site. You're just like, okay, well. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do. I'm like, I. You just own up to it. Lesson. Yeah. Before doing anything like that, you're on a new detail. You don't know where the landmines are. You don't know where the trip wires are. Call the company owner. Get a lifeline. Make a call. Hey, would you guys hold on real real quick? I'm going to get some orders and I'll let you know what to do. Housekeepers, call up your boy. Lifeline. That shouldn't even be your responsibility, though. You shouldn't have to deal with that. But, it shouldn't be. But, but here we are. <laughs> we wear a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of hats. Private yeah. sector, you know what I'm saying? Like State Department, yeah. you got some, you're doing security. Private sector, yeah. you might be doing some weird stuff. You know what I'm saying? If you if the company uh, right. is no, right. fighting that battle for you, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's usually who has to fight that battle for you a lot of times. Sometimes you fight by yourself. But this situation, if you're doing something weird, call the person in charge and say, hey, mm-hmm. housekeepers are asking me if they can leave. Yo, what do I do? You know, mm-hmm. and, and get a lifeline in on it. And, and then at least it's two of you. She ain't gonna probably whack both of you at the same time. You know, get right. get some guidance, you know. But um, anyway, you mentioned something else I wanted to ask you about too, man. You know, this transition from being a veteran to EP, going into bouncing, right? This is exactly how I got in the game. You know, it's 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 a way into the game. You know what I mean? Now, I think it is. I definitely think it is. Now there's so many more ways, you know, that you can apply to these big companies. But when we came up, it was like, you got to know a guy, like you got to know a guy on a detail who pulls you on a detail. Like you got, you got to, 
you literally have to get the social dynamics to get you in the door almost. You do have to know someone and they have yeah, to trust exactly. you enough to, yeah, absolutely. So what, what advice would you give guys working that scene in the clubs? Cause a lot of them want to get into EP. What advice would you give them about the social dynamics or, 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 or um, about how to maybe elevate their, their career from the door? So first and foremost, it's a job, right? Do your job to the best of your ability. Show up on time. You know what I mean? Don't, you know, like, um, and do your job the best you can. You know, I feel like working in um, a bouncing nightclub environment, you learn patience, right? You learn how to deal with, you learn how to deal with people and how to keep, stay calm, cool, and collected, right? Um, Because I did, especially, and let me phrase that. Bar security is one thing. Nightclub's a different animal because bar, nightclubs, you have a higher level paying clientele, right? And, um, they need, they, they obviously want to be catered to kind of like some principles, yeah, you know, like, and yeah, you got to yeah. kind of read them. Right. So you got to kind of know who you're, who you're, who you're buying customer is when they come in and you can't act like you would in, in, as a bouncer, you right. got to act more like a host or mm-hmm. even more like, you know, especially in the Hollywood scene, you know, most Hollywood, most clubs I worked in Hollywood suit and tie at the door, you know, like completely scored away, always on time, you know, um, do your job, you know, yeah. you know, like pay attention, be alert, you know, show your worth, you know, yeah. and be the reason why they want to keep bringing you in for, you know, be respectful, be courteous, you know, be, you know, be just treat people as you wish to be treated, you know, 100%. Um, obviously there's a level, there's a fine line of being stern. So when you say, no, you're not coming in, I'm sorry. And then obviously still being like, Hey man, I'm sorry. You know, we're full tonight. Um, you know, I can accommodate you, but you got four guys in your group. You're going to have to buy a table. You know, I can get you a deal, but so be accommodating at the same time though, know when to turn it off and have to be direct security guy. Yep. And I think the present, I think if you're in, if you do it long enough and you're in the right environment and you're immersed in that world, I think the pres- the opportunity will present itself yep. in order for you to be like, Hey man, cause I didn't even ask. Yep. They came up to me and said, Hey man, I really like the way you handle, handle the crowd. I really like the way you handle people. Are you, are you, or what's your background? And I was like, oh, I'm prior, prior military. They're like, what branch? And they'll be like, oh, Army, Navy. And I mean, no, I'm Marine. And they're like, oh, Marine. Okay. And yeah, you know, come on. That's the it's best. Real. You know? It's You're real. It's real. I'm sitting here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but no, I think that resonates with the, even the, because I don't know, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people who've never been in the military don't know what it is to be in the military. Right. Right. Like Honestly. you can tell everybody, all day long to your blue in the face, what it's like standing on the yellow footprints yeah. and going through boot camp. You'll never know unless you actually are physically there, yeah. you know, or, or fly on the wall, watching it go down. My know? wife can tell me what it's like to be pregnant. You know what I mean? Like I could try to explain combat, like these types of things. Exa- exactly. You got to do some things, you know, I could tell so you for the like Hollywood crowd for me was when I told them I was a Marine, they were like, Oh, you know, they were like, yeah. Holy shit. Like, you know, they're like make automatic thing. I'm Rambo or something. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, I'm flattered. No, but thank you. <laughs> I have some training. Sure. But I can try, you know, I'm not John wick, you know, um, I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just think, I think, just do your job the best of your ability. And I think the situation will present itself. And I think, I think that's go ahead. Oh no. And I think once that happens, then no one to strike, you know, and but you got to read people too. There's a lot of BSers, man. There's a lot of talkers. A lot. If of- I had a dollar, if every time someone told me, Oh, I'm going to introduce you to this person and this person and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I don't know if that's just LA as a, as a whole, cause it might be, cause I know okay. you're in North County, 
I don't know if that's just maybe Southern California or is that just, and it's just the environment that we're in. And so it's a lot of, you know, I call Hollywood smoke and mirrors, you know, you got to get through all, sift through all that crap. And then there actually are real solid, there's real, there's real connects out there and there are real people there. But I just think uh, you just got to know, you just got to know, you just got to read people, I guess. I I mean, yeah, Yeah, no, not to go off on a tangent, but I think for me, do your job. And I think the situation will eventually present itself. 100% 100% when proper planning meets opportunity, man, they, they call it good luck, but yeah. you know, it's really, I had the same thing happen to me, I, but I wasn't working at a high-end club. You get a higher quality traffic there. It's a good place to set your nets. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I was working at a Hennessy's tavern in orange County, you know? Oh, and, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, man, the same principle you're talking about. And the thing I hate about wisdom is that it sounds simple knowing the path and doing the path are two different things. And because it sounds simple, only people that whose ears are attuned to wisdom actually pick it up. Everyone else is like, yeah, well, that's not like complicated enough for it to be smart. Like literally it is this simple, you guys. Like I was bouncing. I was treating everyone fairly, being as respectful as possible. I was putting out, I was bussing a table that I didn't need to be bussing, right? Right. And a detail leader was like, yo, Basically, like I I had dealt with them at the door. They saw my interpersonal skills at the door. They watched me deal with a few things throughout the night. And then I was busting a table, just trying to be a good dude, right? Just trying to contribute, 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 show my worth, just like you're saying. And they were like, have him do it. And I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, you know, have me do what? And they're like, you know, do you have a guard card, exposed weapons permit or CCW? I'm like, negative. They're like, you're Marine Corps? I'm like, yep. Uh, they're like, uh, you've been to combat. I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, same Marine Corps question too. And then, yeah. uh, they're like, you're getting out soon. I'm like, yep. They're like, go get these permits. Give me a call back in two weeks. I'll show you how to make a lot more money doing what you're doing. Just like that. Same exact thing. Of course, I called them back in two weeks, job interview, Rodeo drive, Beverly Hills, nice. and game on 60 countries, first year, seven years. It's all history. Right. Wow moving like drinking you out the jackpot in the beginning yeah yeah that's that doesn't that's, very, that's like lightning in a bottle. it doesn't happen like that anymore exactly that's yeah, what i yeah, say yeah. the game cho- like i didn't choose the game the game chose me people say that but like actually i started it was like drinking out of a firehose like i started at that level full-time ep living on jets living in hotels wow 100 we got i got 23 or 4 days off my first year and they were half days off like at one o'clock the client was like i'm not going out today y'all could chill you know so it was it was intense and then i did that for 7 years straight so it's like Jesus. grace of god dude right time right place right relationships i can't control right. what i can control is being a good dude having yeah. value to actually put on the table showing my worth and if Absolutely. you're in these environments those are the principles you know yeah and you got two of us here saying it, two of us saying it, you know what I'm saying? So dudes that are out there, man, that's the way, you know, to really, and, and, and you're, these people go to these environments. Uh-huh. So your way of fishing is always showing your value. Like my man's saying, being good, showing those interpersonal skills. Cause you're, when you go to these environments, you're always being interviewed every day. You're working in my opinion is a job interview. Cause you don't know who's in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. That's freaking, that's money, man. You know, um, I literally, I literally was like, if I'm going to do bar security or nightclub security, I'm going to work in some of the most prestigious nightclubs in Hollywood. Cause that's the only way I'm going to be able to up my game and make more money. Yep. Too. 
Yeah, man. So I was like, and I and you have to be a door position in order to make real money in a in a nightclub yeah. or working the VIP tables because you're around the principals, you're around their security, like because they're coming in all the time and you right. see them and you get and you make you create you create that relationship with them. Yep. Oh, what's up, yeah. Steve? You know, how's it going? Good to see you. Blah blah blah. You know, like they're always coming through, coming through, coming through, coming through. And then you're just like, hmm, and you're like, I could do that. You know, yep. <laughs> like, like oh, I like to do that. You know. Yeah, and then yeah. you're you're the quarterback, you're the point guard at that club. And, uh, and now I am that guy. So yeah. it's like, it's crazy how that all, you know, but another thing I want to add to you were saying, yeah. put in the work as far as like in the job itself, but also put in the work on yourself. Yes. Put in the, the, um, you know, the, what's what I'm for the, the mental training, reading the book, like the audio books and reading from the, you know, from the guys that are doing it big, like you, Elijah Shaw, you know, those guys, Christian West, you Thank know, you. those guys, I mean, those guys are, you know, amazing, you know? And reading those like books, you know, and, um, and then also putting in the, the hard skills too. Like I, I'm in Krav Maga five days a week, you yeah. know, and I'm, um, you know, I, I do, you know, weapons training, you know, once a month here on a ranch in, in Texas with, with my, my military buddies. And yeah. so putting in that work as well, you know, and then the other educational um, type programs like executive, you know, protection training day program, yep. doing those kind of programs. And, you know, so you got to put in the work too. If you want to really be someone in this, in this business, I think you have to hone, you have to hone your craft Yep. and you have to continue to evolve and get better and better and better and better, you know, hundred percent because they're not buying what you're doing. They're not buying like, Oh, that's a good door, dude. They're looking at you, seeing your standards, perceiving your value and the way you behave, looking at your physical fitness standards. They're looking at the way they're looking at you. They're going to buy you. And so like the great, the best way to get to the top of the pile, man, is to invest in yourself and they're going to buy someone of value. You know, they're going to get a lot of value and that's what they're looking for before they open their doors, man. That's a huge, huge takeaway, man. All right. So what would you say about, you know, about the course you have experience? How many years have you been in the game? Uh, So I'd say total. uh, My first client was in 2002. So I'd say probably off and on 15 years. Nice, man. Yeah. That's what's up. So you, you're a veteran in the game. You, I, I, I wish started. I would have got savvy though and started my own company years ago. I really do. I worked for a lot of companies as a freelance guy, you know, yeah. a lot of companies, a lot of the big ones too. Um, I wish I would have got savvy and started my company years ago, um, but it just wasn't the right time. I don't think. I don't yeah. think the, 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 you know, the situation presented itself then um, as it does now. Um, cause I think I, what I learned through all the different companies I worked for and, um, you know, was a team leader and so forth and so on and ran teams. And, um, yeah. now that I'm trying to garner my own contracts or I'm getting my own contracts and I'm overseeing those contracts. I think what I know now, what I knew then I could apply to as well. Um, I think I would have been farther ahead than I am now. Um, yeah. but I don't know. I just think I just, I'm glad I'm, 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 I'm grateful that I started my own company now. I yeah. like having the freedom to go out and be the face and meet, meet people and, you know, and sell myself and our services and what we do. And, and I like the team of guys that I, that I work with and who I can bring to the table as well. So awesome. um, yeah, I've been in a while, definitely. And I still go out. I'm still that guy. I'm not trying to be that guy anymore. Yeah. I'm trying to be the guy just behind the, behind the guys. Yeah. A hundred percent. The problem that. is for me is I'm 45. Yeah. I have no kids. The only kids I have are two cats. Sweet. I've never been, never been married. So it's easy for me to just up and go. Yep. Like I can go up 90 and days. The ideal agent. <laughs> yeah. I can go anytime I want. I have yeah. no strings holding me back, you know? 
um, which a lot of guys it's hard for because um, they are married, they have families and so on and so on. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's ideal, but I just don't want to be that guy anymore. I don't know. It's, it's an organic. I want to pick and choose. I guess that's the case, right? Yeah. The really good selected. ones, the nice ones, pop yeah. out on those ones, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's an organic flow to the maturation process of a, of, an, uh, of a professional in this industry, you know? Like we need that as we go into, and we're in different phases of life and seasons of life, we need different task sets that like really match that, you know? Right. Um, what would you say? Well, I, we'll go into, so you have this experience. What did you think about the course? What did you it think? It was amazing. Exactly. Um, first and foremost, I, I recommend it to anyone who wants to get into the field of executive protection. I think it's an A to Z catalog or excuse me, program of, you don't need to know anything about it, yeah. but if you get the program and obviously follow all your, you know, all your uh, tutorials that you give and whatnot through the different modules, I yeah. think you'll at least have a general understanding of what it means to be an EP agent once you get done. Doesn't mean you can jump on a detail right away, right. but I think you'll have a general understanding is if you are put on a detail, you'll know the basic fundamentals of what to do and how to follow and how to take lead from someone like a team leader or somebody who's a more veteran, um, you know, team guy who right. can kind of direct you and guide you and help you and mold you to be a great EP agent. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that, so what I, what I got from it, what I think is amazing is you're fully accessible. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. a busy guy, but you're fully accessible to your agents, right. Yeah. To your, to your guys, you know, to your family, if you will. Yeah. Um, and that's really cool. You know, it's not like you're just buying a program and going through the course and then you never hear from that person again, you never hear from like, so the access to me, that's yeah. what sold me. Honestly, I've heard about you for a long time now. I know a lot of people that know you, Jared's talked about you a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I've read a lot, you know, uh, I've heard about you for a long time. I knew you were a Marine. I looked you up. I've done research on you years before. I knew yeah. exactly who you were. I'm like, wow, this guy, one, I was like, fuck yeah, double dog. And then right. two, I was like, you know. I was like, holy shit, really? Like you've taken EP to the to level no one's taken it to on a marketability standpoint and growing your 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 brand or your empire, if you will, because that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, and now you're offering all your knowledge and all your years of training and all this and all that to someone like me and any and other people. Um, you know, yeah, I'm a veteran in the business, but I'm constantly want to learn more from like-minded people like yourself. Yeah. And I'm always wanting to learn a different approach or a different you know, way to go, go about things and so on and so on. So first and foremost, I think it's an A to Z catalog or module of how to be an EP agent, right? You could come from, I could be a plumber and be like, you know what? I want to get into executive protection. Yep. I'm going to try out this program and I'm going to you know buy it and I'm going to really invest my time and energy into it and put forth. And then I feel that at the end of that module, once you graduate, I feel you'll at least know the basic fundamentals, right? Yeah. To me, that's very valuable. You know, that's very, that's the most important stuff. You gotta, gotta have your fundamentals, man. Definitely. So you'll know, like, you'll know how to make a resume. You'll know how to, you know, um, you'll know about fitness and training and keeping yourself mentally, physically prepared. Yep. You'll know about all the other EP type stuff, advancements and, you know, yep. and, uh, what type of gear you need to have for your details and, you know, and how to do, um, you know, just kind of like, Social dynamics. I'm sorry, social dynamics. Exactly, social dynamics and so on and so on. So you learn all that different stuff, which is really cool. Um, What else I like about it is, um, for me, I knew a lot of the stuff going in, and it was a refresher for me, but you give kind of a different approach on things. Yeah. You know, you give it from a, 
this is my own personal experience. This is how I would do things. Right. It may not necessarily work for you, but this works for me. Try it. And if you don't figure it out a way that works best for you, you know, get into your own kind of your own mojo. Right. Yeah. Um, and I just, the, yeah, the, the accessibility to me was the main thing I really took from it. And, uh, you know, and seeing where you started, um, you know, from Marine Corps and where you're at now, yeah, it was man. like, wow. So that means uh, a lot. Yeah. And, and you, and you also, everyone in the industry, I mean, from my experience, from my knowledge, what I know about you respects you and what you do. And that's, that's, that holds merit to me too. Is like, everyone's talking about you. You're not talking about yourself. They're talking about you and they're talking about your program and they're talking about this and that. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I got some downtime. I want to take my life to the next level. I just started my own. I have a boutique company yep. here in Dallas that I started. I want to know how I can elevate myself and my company and my brand. Um, and I'm not trying to be a Byron Rogers. I'm just trying to be me. And I'm trying to get a little, right. little crumb of this giant security world, you know, because right. there's a lot, there's a lot of pie going around in this world, you know, and it's getting bigger, a lot bigger. Yeah. Because <laughs> the world is changing. And unfortunately in a, in a, in a, you know, in a bad way, you right. know, a lot more crazy shit going on. That means the demand security is going to go more higher and higher and higher and higher. Yeah, man. And, you know, and so there's going to be more jobs available to us, you know, um, in yeah. all different facets, you know, not just EP. There's all these different security. Like I don't do just EP. Right. Like during COVID, I had to pivot and figure out how I can make a living. Yeah. Because my clients said, nope, we're not going anywhere. And <laughs> we're not touring and we're not traveling. So therefore we don't need a full security team. So we don't need, you know, so we need to cut this person, this person, this person, and this person. And then we need to cut this in half and this in half and this in half. And you know, as I know, security is the first thing to go. Yep. You know, like where can I shave off if I'm not touring and traveling, then why do I need full-time security? Right. And so I was like, I went from making great money to making zero money. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know how long this is going to be. So a few months went by, no money. Then a couple more months go by, more no money. And I was like, all right, this, this, I can't do this no more. Like, I figure it out. this ain't happening. So then I started being like, all right, I know security. Um, I started doing these, I hate to say it because people are going to be mad at me, but I started doing these anti-Hollywood COVID parties. So hmm. these influencer kids would throw these massive parties at their house. Yeah. They're at these house and thousands of kids would show up. I'm really? talking in the thick of the COVID of lockdowns. Yeah. Really? Like a speakeasy and, party. Oh yeah. yeah. They throw these giant parties. No one would be wearing masks. My yeah. guards would, I would be. Yeah. And That's I'd make enough. money hand over fist. Woo! We're surviving, man. Yeah. This is up. That's but it was cool. But I yeah. had to pivot. I had to figure out how I was going to stay alive. Right. I um, did, man. And then I was like, you know what? I need to. The cost of living wasn't getting any hot, cheaper in Los Angeles. Right. And everything was just kind of coming, falling, you know, crumbling down. Yeah. I just said, I need, to, I need to get out of here. Yeah. And one of my really good buddies, um, another Marine, Desert Storm veteran. He was like, he lives, he's born and bred Texas cowboy. He was okay. like, hey, man, you need to come to Lone Star State. And I was like, man, I'm never going to go to Texas. You're crazy. From and Hollywood, so I came out Texas, here to visit man. last July. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm moving to Dallas. Yeah. Like, this is great. Just the night and day difference. I mean, California, you're paying for the you're paying for the beautiful weather. You're paying for the, you know, the beach. I mean, yep. that's the cost of living is outrageous. You know, this yep. is I know this. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and you can't go anywhere else in, in the nation that doesn't have the weather that California has. Right. I mean, there's no way. And that's what you're paying have- for. But if I didn't have such great clients here, 
Yeah. I'd be in Texas, bro. Yeah. I'd probably be in Texas. Bro. I'm sure you would. Yeah. You know, but your clients rely on you to make sure they're safe. Yeah. It's shit's crazy right now, you know, all over. So yeah. The, um, the, nah, man, you said so many good things, uh, taking it back to the, to training day and thank you for everything you said about me, man. And honestly, dude, it's something I think about every day. Like someone was mentioning something like, you know, like, how do you stay positive or how do you, like someone was saying like, you're, you have an ability to stay positive. And I'm like, yo, I just, I just, I refuse to forget where I come from, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, I grew, I grew up. I remember when I was four or five years old in the Bahamas, not in the resorts. I'm talking about with yeah. 10 shacks, 10 roofs around me, freaking dog gangs. My dad making me walk to the store to get him stuff. And I was mortified because the dogs were going to beat my head and being like, yo, I'm going to have to fight like six dogs. And I'm like six right now. I, I, I remember and he would be like, go get me a hot. And he knew what he was doing too. He wanted me to go fight the dogs. And I mean, roosters and stuff, you know, and then I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the U S and it's beautiful. And then, and then I'm in, you know, I'm in the Marine Corps and yeah. like, Yo, the Marine Corps, one thing Marine Corps teach you is what real misery is. Like real misery. Like not like not like we upset about whatever we upset about today, you know, and, and then being scared. I remember being scared getting out of the Marine Corps. Like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. I can go. I can be a cop. I can be a contractor. Uh, you know, and literally, I the grace of God, like, I feel like the Lord told me, like, go bounce here. You're going to be a bodyguard. And I was like, sweet. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened within three months. But like that's the grace, you know, I prepared myself to be the right person for the right moment. And then boom, the opportunity showed up and I got ripped out of a bar in orange County, you know, and onto yeah. a really high level detail. We traveled more than the secret service and uh, the president of the United States that year. And that's nuts. Yeah. 21 bro, just here making six figures and trying not to kill myself. Cause I ain't never, you know, had that much money in my entire yeah, 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 yeah. life. You know how much we make in Marine Corps. I went from like 40, 30 K, you know, to whatever, if that, you know, and I was a corporal, so y'all could go online and do the math. So I was a corporal too. Yeah. 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 That's what's up. I picked up know? sergeant um, on, uh, in, uh, on terminal leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. But I never so, wore in garrison. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. And yeah. you, so I just, if you don't forget where you come from man, and then to be able to create all this, and, you know, honestly, you said something else I think that was that I want people to understand about me is like, you know, making EP like, you know, having 511 sign off on me and like these little like sponsorship things you see happening. Like what I'm really excited about with these brands, man, is like we're putting EP on the map. Like it's like a career yeah. path now. And it's like something that people are knowing more about now. It's something that people are like, oh, yeah, there's the Delta Force guy on their poster there's the uh ranger guy on the poster yeah. there's Marine. oh there's this ep dude they just did a podcast about and so it's like it's it's literally we're getting more of the collective consciousness aware of who we are what we do and we're kind of coming out the closet now you know what i'm saying yeah. and so it's like this is so good for everybody that it's like an honor to have anything to do with giving our industry more visibility as a professional respected profession and yeah. the whole point of half of these things and you'll hear me say it in the very first podcast is i want to bring honor and respect back to what we do because it's such an honorable profession to, to protect people you know and mm -hmm. it's been done since the beginning of time man so yeah. i really appreciate everything you said and then the other thing on um the school it's one of the most things i'm most proud about you know because i've heard people criticize and be like yo you know uh how do you have people just sign up 
you know, online or make them believe they can be EP agents and all this other stuff. And I'm like, listen, I believe I take more responsibility for my patrons and the agents that sign up for my course than any other school. I literally spend time with these guys at least every other week uh-huh. on Zoom calls and yep. I make myself available. So like all I can do is give the guy the opportunity. There aren't other, no other school I know of where your instructor, one, you have the courses. So you always have access to the information yeah. the rest of your life. You know, if you, you get hired on as the, the guy halls and walls guy, then you got to go do a single person advance. You have your instructor with you forever. It's not just come here, learn, be cool, get the badge on your resume and then figure it out yourself. Right. You, know, you don't just know how to do EP. A lot of schools will teach you how to do EP, but like, how do you write your resume? How do you interview? How do you actually make it in the game? How do you get a chance to do EP? And then the third thing is like, I spend time with my student. We do our careers together. Like, that's so much value. You pay your tuition once and then we do our careers together and we can have conversations and I can help you to the best of my ability uh-huh. for the rest of the time we're here. And so I'm like, that's how I sleep at night is I'm doing everything I can to support my tribe, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's, yeah. and it, I think it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's one of the best ways for someone to get into this game or upgrade their game. If they've had a career that's gone stale and they're kind of like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, and, you know, we'll teach you how to do your LinkedIn. We'll teach you how to do your resume. We'll teach you how to network online, teach you how to network in person, you know, you know, so. Absolutely. I'm excited about that, man. And I've got two more layers I'm about to put on there. We got the master's class coming up. Right. Things coming up. I can't say the the, the, the third one because, you know, operational security. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I know OPSEC for sure. But anyways, man. um, Good stuff. You, you, you also hit, you know, COVID survival. I think it's awesome that you hit that, you know, and finding a way to survive and not being like, oh, I'm not doing EP right now. Like, how am I going to make it? Like, no, dude, you know, the security game, find a way to survive. And during the COVID pandemic, all my residential stuff and all my uh, uh, basically brick and mortar protection operations went through the roof, except for churches. Yep. But everything else, man, my clients and their families were like, we need more dudes everywhere. Can uh-huh. you guys watch our storefront? You yep. know, so there's always a way, you know, like work that game, man. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's a different, uh, what I found out here in Dallas, it's a different client demographic here. That's an interest. Yeah. That, California, that California, well, LA predominantly is yeah. very entertainment centric, right? Television, film, now influencers are the big thing, yep. you know, um, yeah, music, obviously, um, it's a lot of, you know, a lot entertainment centric there. Here, Dallas is very CEO, VP, corporate type yeah. stuff, you know, energy, gas, nice. tech, you know, um, and uh, lines, itineraries. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, there's some athletes here. You got, you know, the Mavericks, you got the stars, you got the Cowboys, all that stuff. But yeah. Um, it's, it's predominantly from what I've noticed, it's, it's a lot of uh, CEO VPs of like major, major corporations out here. Nice. So, so I've been EP scene out there. Huh? So there's a, so there's a decent EP scene out there. There is. I think you just got to find, you got to get your way into that kind of world, yeah. which I've been um, making, making uh, connections and whatnot there and trying to um, go into these like big, like um, almost like CEO event mixers. Yep. And then I go there as well as the CEO of my own company. And then they're like, Oh, so what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, I own a, a, a private security company. And they're like, Oh, really? And then, so, and they're like, yeah. well, first thing they say to me is you look like you do security. And I was right, like, right. cool. So I looked the part. That's a good, that's a good start. 
Yeah. And then they'll start asking me background is that, and they'll be like, uh, you're military. And I'm like, yeah. And then, then obviously Marine Corps will come up for a little bit. Um, and then they'll be like, okay, cool. So what are your, what does your company provide? What do you guys do? And I said, well, it, just, it depends on your needs. What do you need? You know, I can do, we can do it all, you know? And, um, I got all my credentials, I got my text, all my Texas state credentials. I got my PPO. And so I'm, I'm legit. I'm licensed bonded. I'm, you know, sure. Ready to rock and roll, um, which is great, you know, cause here it's funny. What I found out is a lot of companies claim they're security companies, but they don't have insurance. Mm. They don't have, so they're doing it like, they're doing um, it I mean, get, Hey, to each his own. Right. right. Um, I just don't want to be that guy caught with egg on my face. Yeah. You no, know, when well, someone asks me for yeah, the California what? process forces you to get your your get that done first, which maybe exactly, that's exactly. so it's interesting. Completely different. Yeah, exactly. Um, so a lot of people don't have insurance or they don't have um they don't have an actual company license. They have they've gone through the the PPO. So there's a there's level two, level three, which is exposed, and then there's level four, which is personal protection officer. Yeah. That's for personal for state of Texas. Okay. But you also have to get a cal. You also get to get a, a company PPO. So you have to do both right. in order to conceal carry and whatnot here for EP. You have to get a P. You have to get a level four uh, license to carry concealed here doing 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 EP work. Doing work. But you also have to be bonded under a company. So if you come here, you couldn't. Um, well, obviously, maybe you could. But if another EP guy comes here from, like, say, California. Because yeah. this is what I ran into when I first got here. Right, right. Um, I wasn't able to carry. Exposed, I mean, um, concealed, concealed as an EP agent in Texas, unless I was under a company's uh, on on a company's uh, roster. Right. So I had to register with a security company in order to work as a PPO here. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's different. It is different, man. And a lot of states now are kind of getting like that. So we're uh, right now. Me and my dudes are doing some fishing about different companies we can move through, yeah. pass through as we're doing yeah. some traveling. You know. Um, so yeah, that's a good conversation. You said the cool thing else. about me now is I'm established in Dallas. I'm established in Texas. Yeah. So I work with companies out of like Atlanta and I work with companies that out of Miami. So yeah. when they come here, they give me their clients yep. because they don't have anyone boots on the ground here right. in, in Texas that can, that can subcontract, you know, that can help, you know, cater to their clients. And that's, that's the reality of the game. If you're doing it clean, you know, if you're doing yep. it the right way, you've got, people in that state that are covering you. I think there's yep. something about some states, there's some reciprocity. You can operate under 21 days on certain licenses, but right, exactly. the this thing is, you know, you, you really need to have some guys on the ground there. They can vouch for you if you do get in a mix up. Uh, another thing you said that was really good is um, have your licenses, you know, like I got lucky that these dudes weren't like when I was bouncing and they were like, yo, uh, come hop on our high level detail. I got so lucky that they were like, Hey bro, we're leaving on a trip next Thursday. Can you hop on? Like, yo, do you have your passport? I did have my passport, but like have your yeah. passport, have all your licenses for whatever state you're in, have it ready, be ready, you know, um, so that you can catch that because I've seen the ball go up in the air multiple times. And I've tried to hire dudes before and been like, yo, bro, you got this stuff. And they're like, Oh man, I've been meaning to do it. I was going to do it. And I'm like, you just lost, bro. I don't know if another window's like this is going to appear, you know? Um, so I hate to say it too. People got, if we're going to travel internationally, you got to have your vaccines too. Yeah, that's, that's coming. That's coming. And that's a hard, that's a hard topic for a lot of people, man. Yeah. I was one of them. I was like career 
or, you know, like, it's kind of like one of those, it was like, for me, it was like this. Yeah. You know, um, I was against it for the longest time. Yeah. But then I said, you know what, <sighs> you know, like I'm not going to pass up an opportunity to work for, for a principal, you know, yeah. 10, 20 days overseas because I'm being stubborn or I'm being, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's, it's happening, man. Like everyone's yeah. definitely got to make a decision. Fortunately, you know, my segment of, of clientele aren't like, you got to have it. So I'm like, cool. I did a consultation the other day for someone that was like, you're going to, they wanted me to take over their detail and they were like, you got to have it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. we can talk more about that. And then, you know, what the, uh, and then, you know, traveling, it's just going to get more restrictive, you know? So yeah, you got to make your own decision on that thing for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like teach his own. You got it. You get it. You get it. You don't, you don't. I mean, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. You know, fortunately I'm in a place where I'm not being pressured, you know, but I get it. That's good, I, man. That's good. I've been hit with a little bit of it here and there. And I'm like, Hmm, you know, that yeah. sucks. Cause everyone yeah. else on that detail, they like, I mean, you always have a choice, you can, you know, but they got told what to do. You know what I mean? It was like, yep. okay. Um, so yeah, man, that's another huge consideration for professionals moving forward, man, as this world changes, dude. Um, but heck yeah, I mean, there's so much good stuff in here that we hit. Um, I wanted to ask you too, sure. the transition from, what would you say about the transition? And this will probably be our last big question that we'll hit the closing questions, but what would you say about the transition from being an agent to being a business owner? Like <laughs> what were the things that you were like, Oh, I got to do all like, what were the, what were the, what was that transition like? Um, well, I, I like, I'm always kind of like always thinking about, okay, well, I'm going to do something like if I'm going to be a business owner, yeah. I always want to know everything I need to know. Like, so I'm properly prepared to, to mm -hmm. go about becoming a business owner. Right. So you're like, um, you're to, to, you know, answer your question in that respect. Um, it's just a different, it's a different animal, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. when you're a business owner, there's so much more responsibility, you know, mm -hmm. like you got to get insurance. Cause now you got to like, you got to be covered if something happens to one of your agents or some, or, you know, or your, your principal gets sued or whatever. So you got to cover your, your ass there. So that's yeah. an unexpected cost that I didn't expect. And there are, there are companies that can give you good deals and all that, but it's still not cheap, you know? Yeah. For, you know, like, especially when you're dealing with, you know, weapons and so on and so on, you know, like, arm, like you know, arm, you got armed guys <laughs> yeah. and type of types of places that you're working with and who you're working for and um, how hostile of an environment you're working in, too. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not cheap. Um, and then uh, I guess just uh, in some states, like in my state, oh, I think California well as well. You got to take a test. Yeah. Like you actually go take a test on like you got to go take your PPO test. Yeah. On the, on the, you know, on the, on the codes, you know, the, you know, right. the, the law enforcement codes and whatnot and the, the penal codes and all that stuff. Yeah. The penal code. So you actually got to study, you know, um, Texas, their open book. It's kind of cool. You can print up your own, print up your own pamphlet and go, I don't know. California's uh, open book. Nah, they're getting real, yo, even the exposed weapons permit test in California is like I, I I caught wind of it the other day and I was like oh oh and then you have to go do a psyche val oh yeah I do all that yeah and yeah then I they, that. at the end yeah, of yeah. it they have this weird like gauge your intelligence by asking you like what kind of peanut butter jelly sandwiches do you it's like things about nothing to do with security it's like if left if if left is left and right is right yeah they're trying to see right. if you have any kind of triggers right they're yeah. trying to see if something they say like kind of gets you to act kind of fidgy or weird or yeah, where they're like, the only ah. time, other time I took a test like that was when I was trying to get in on the PMC side. They, they had like that type of okay. test. 
Yeah, pretty. I was kind of impressed with California's new little regiment, man. I hope I never have to do it again. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't blame you. Um, so yeah, so I mean, you got to take a test, you yeah. know, um, and then yeah, you got to get a psyche valve. I mean, just like most things, you know, because you're, you're obviously you're not, you're going to be carrying a weapon and all that. But uh, as far as the difference, um, just more responsibility, I guess, you know, because you want to. I don't have a website yet, but I'm I'm going to build a website. Mm-hmm. Um, I just do. I mean, I've been. I've, I've made kind of a footprint in LA where people know me right. and I've gotten work because of just my, my background, my reputation, who I am, word, uh, of word of mouth, if you will. And I've worked with a lot of people who work with a lot of people all the time. So it's constantly, I'm always seeing their face mm-hmm. um, or they'll see me with a certain principle and they're like, Oh, he works for so-and-so. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wow. He works for her. Oh, okay, cool. We should, you know, try him. Yeah, can he work for so us too? I've been very grateful for that. But like I said, coming to Dallas, Okay, so starting a company in a different state in a different city, that's a whole nother animal. Another, yeah. That's a, okay, it's not gonna happen overnight. Yep. You're gonna have to grind and grind. Like the first, I'd say, couple months I was here, I go out every Friday, Saturday night. I'd be like, where are the hot spots in Dallas? Like, yeah, where are the night? Gone. And I go and introduce myself to the heads of security. I just say, hey, man, my name's Steve. I'm new in town. You know, um, I, you know I work in personal security. I own, a, I own a private security company, small company. I just started here in Dallas. Um, just wanted to see, you know, if you guys have any VPs that come through that might need additional security every now and then, um, can I leave my business card with you? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh yeah, absolutely. Da, da, da. So I get to know them and then they let me into their clubs and then yeah. I go in and I kind of assess, set, check it all out and see what, yeah. and then I say, okay. And then I kind of like go and read a room and I'm kind of like, all right, who are the ballers in here or yeah. who are the wanting or the so-called ballers in here? Yeah. Like who's spending money, you know? Yeah. And then I'll get to know people. And I met a couple people that way. Who actually went out with a like tryout details, you know, with them, you know, like, hey, I'll pay you to come out with me and have dinner and hang out with yeah. a bunch of girls. I'm yeah. like, cool, you know, and then they, but there was just very, it wasn't like an, a real client, but it was like, I'll pay you to try, you know, to see what you're about kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did for the first couple months I was here, just go out and I would try to, where are the, where are the, where are the, where are the hottest hotels? Cause I was like, where are all these high roller people gonna be hanging out? Yep. Where the cigar lounge is at? Where are this at? Where's this at? Where's that? Cigar at? lounges, man. I was wondering if you yeah. could say that. That's one of the cigar lounges, gems, you know? man. Because you have that person, or like they're sitting there smoking a cigar. They're oh, not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. It's time to conversate. Yeah. So when you, you start frequenting, I have a buddy, man. He pulled so much business out of a cigar lounge. I, I, I've wanted to like cigars my entire life. I think they look so cool. I don't I like smoke. The way they smell. But I just can't like it messes me up for like a day and a half. I don't smoke cigars, man. I can't do it. Yeah. Like I want to like them so bad, but just I can't do it, man. I'm not even a drinker, man. Like I'll have like maybe like a soda water lime. It looks like vodka, you know, and I'll just go there and chill and I'll just start talking to people or I'll go to a bar and I'll start talking to people or I'll make friends with the the bartenders, the female bartender. And, you know, I'll just say I'm new in town Mm -hmm. and she'll be like, oh, you should meet this person. You should meet this person, you know, and they'll try to introduce you. So I'm literally just that's what I did for months while I was here. Yeah, just went out every single Friday, Saturday night and was like, you know, dress, you know, button down, you know, button down shirts and nice slacks. Nothing crazy. Nothing, you know, nothing, you know, like not casual, but not like suit and tie either. You know, right. right, right. You want just comfortable to get and then just start talking to people. And what I found in I mean, Texas, especially I don't know if you've been here or have you have you lived here, but I've worked here. People here, man, are cool, man. Yeah, I like Texas. Way cooler, way, way less cool, pretentious, like way less like. Just easy to talk to. Like, yeah, they will yeah. literally have a conversation with you, you know? And before you know it, they're buying you dinner and drinks. You're like, I, I, and you're like, oh, no, no, thank you. I mean, I can I can pay for my own food. 
No, yeah. man, you're new here in town. This, yeah. this is the Texas way. It's that I'm country like, way, dude. I missed like, it. Okay. When I moved from Washington to Cali, it was like culture shock. Because yeah. Washington State, it's like you say hello and you say good morning. You say, hey, yeah. what's up? How you doing? Yeah. yeah. I got to Cali and I was like, hey, good morning. No one's saying nothing to you. And everybody was just like looking at no. me like, do I know you? Or the dudes were all so insecure. They like just walk by like they're all tough. And I'm just like, hey, what's up, dude? And they're just like all tough and like won't look at you and like kind of look at you. And I'm like, yeah. you guys are annoying. <laughs> like it took me a while. Like I moved out of South Orange County because I was just like, I just want people that are just down to earth that say hi and yeah. like bye that's it's, it's, i just want to deal with down to earth i don't want anything man anybody i just want to make conversation yeah yeah it's the orange circus man <laughs> anyway. so yeah i think like i said that was the hardest part about being an agent to being coming in a business owner not to get off track is that when you come to a new town and a new city and a new and new environment yeah is trying to establish yourself in that world yeah like People know I do security here, obviously, because I, um, I think I told you on the podcast before, like not a podcast, but when we talked on the off, off on your, on the web, on the, on the uh, class, yeah, their class meetings. Yeah, yeah. Class meetings. I think I told you that I started doing bar security when I got out here to just to, Get just to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, and I started, so I know bar security. So I went in and I was like, this is what you guys are doing wrong. I walked in and I saw how their bar security was running. And then I walked up to the, I introduced myself to the owners and I said, this is what you guys are doing wrong. This is how I can help. This is what I do. This is my background, you know? Um, and they were like, okay, we'll try you out. Like, give us a few months. Let us, we're opening a new bar, blah, blah. And then I picked up that contract Boom. and then they were like, man, like your security is great. And I yeah. was like, I was like, cool. You know? And I would literally invest my own time yep. and my own sweat equity yep. as an extra body just to oversee, to make sure that, cause this is my brand. This is my name. I'm, I want to make sure that things are going to run smooth, you know? Yep. So and I didn't charge him any extra. It was just like, I'm going to be here because I give you my word that I'm going to make sure that this is going to run flawlessly, yep. you know? And then they gave me two more bars. And then I was like, awesome, you know? Um, and then it's the bar game. Unfortunately, it's like, it's like this, it's hit or miss. So when bars going great and there's money being made, security is no problem. But then mm -hmm. when their slow sales are slow, they're like, oh, we got to cut back in a guy or two. We got to cut yep. back this cover that. So Can I get half a guy. You got any midgets? Can you just yeah. put a midget so it's out like a there? Dance. It's like a dance again. Not the midgets. You know? Like, you know what I mean? But like they want half a guy. Yeah. But <laughs> now, but that's open other more, that's open other opportunities now for other armed accounts, yeah. you know. And I'm gonna get I'm getting into some crypto stuff here soon. Some like money transport stuff that's coming up. Um, with yeah, a client that I met out here right now, just, I don't know for all you guys just thinking about it, you need to stop thinking about it. Maybe do some things about it. Cause yeah. Crypto is my like little secret jam right now. It's not yeah. a secret. I should tell you guys about it, but message. <laughs> yeah. Crypto crypto is a big deal. Yeah. There's a guy, there's a principal out here that I work with. He has 50 Bitcoin machines. He's Bitcoin. making, he's a whale. Like Bitcoin ATM machines. He's making money. He's making money. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. But he's getting so big, he can't handle all the pickups and drop-offs and, you know, and all this. Ah. So he wants to hire us to do basically armed transport, or, yep. you know, basically yep. drop-off and pickups, you know? And now we have a new realm or demographic of client, just like yep. that. This exactly. is what's so cool about our industry, just man. Like that. Green Rush, yep. boom. Uh, Faith-based protection boom another yep. one uh crypto game 
boom, yep. there's another one. Like, and it just keeps growing, man. It's the best time to be in this game while it's, there's so much happening. It's, it's an essential game. field, man. It's not going away. Yeah. Uh-huh. 100%. It's not going away at all. Big, nobody man. can do, a robot can't do what we do. Yep. You know? It's, it, that's the beauty of it, man. Yeah. So awesome, man. I got a hard stop in nine minutes. So no worries. Let's run through this. Uh, some of these closing questions, man. Favorite quote. Favorite quote. Um, I mean, I guess for me is just stay ready. So you're never have to be ready, you know, yeah, like constantly always. I mean, and then going back to the 10 commandments, treat everybody as you should be treated, yes. you know, cause I feel that, uh, and then I have another one. I like humility, humility goes a long way, yeah. you know, staying humble, you know? Yeah, man. Um, and I mean that in all aspects of life, just, you know, like there's always someone bigger, badder, mm-hmm. you know, better fighter, yep, better yep, looking, yep. better this, better that. Sexier, that. more of a Yeah, exactly. Just own, just own who you are and be the best yep. version of yourself you can be, you know? That's all that matters, man. I love yeah. it. That's good stuff, dude. What, uh, how do you want to be remembered, bro? I want to be remembered as just, um, huh, it's a good question. Just a, just a, a genuine good guy. Just, yeah. just someone who, you know, who's reliable, dependable, you know, um, uh, you know, um, hardworking, you know, and just a, a go getter, you know, because that's what I am. I'm a driven, ambitious, very passionate kind of guy. I love it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you're thorough. I can. And tell I love that. what I do. Yeah. And that's that 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 you're doing the right thing. Then that's the yeah. answer to that, man. I dig it, man. A driven, dependable, ambitious, but humble real guy man a real dude you know la will do that too you either will want to be genuine from being in there or you'll just fly off with the rest of everybody around that environment <laughs> it's interesting I, I could i just yeah there's just so just there's not just so you. much toxicity in la man there is i i had to get out of you know and i see it all the time even now i, mean, I go back yeah. and forth i was just in la last week for a client yeah um and i still travel back and forth because i haven't established myself here in dallas yet so yeah. i still have clients that we're like, Hey, I need you out here. Okay, cool. You know, I'll go out there. Sweet. Um, you know, and, uh, it's great, but, um, I'm hoping to build my, you know, um, my, my, my brand and my, you know, here and able to kind of grow the business here to where I don't need to go back and forth if I don't have to. And I can assign agents in LA. Hey, can you take care of my client for me? And so on and so on, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. What do you, uh, where can people find you brother? You can find me on, uh, Elite Security Pro, uh, I believe it's 13 on Instagram. Let me double check. I changed yeah, the name. Shoot me those links so I can put them in the- uh, I will, I will, yeah. Link. Yeah, Elite Security Pro, I will send you those links. And I don't have a website yet, unfortunately, but yeah. I'm working on it. I'm on LinkedIn under Steve Schleinitz. I'll send you that as well. Do it. And anyone that uh, needs a reliable, you know, dependable, you know, hardworking, you know, trained team in yeah. Texas- you know, my guys, my guys can handle it, man. We're chameleons can handle any situation, adapt to any situation, you know, and do what needs to get done. So hundred percent. And as yeah. a 15 year veteran, you can say that, man, you can I say appreciate that. that, man. Yeah. hundred percent. And Hey dude. So it's an honor. It's been an honor to share this time with you. Yeah. We, thank you very much, man. Dude, for sure. We a blast, man. The heck yeah. No, that means a lot, man. We traversed some really good real world topics. That's why I love these interviews, man. We got to some like the business owner thing, the being at the door thing, the getting into the industry thing, social dynamics, the Royal court stuff. So much value here. I hope you guys paid attention to a lot of it. Um, I mean, this, this is, this is the largest free 
Uh, this is the largest body of free content in the executive protection industry right here at Executive Protection Lifestyle right now, man. We over a hundred episodes from people that are in the game doing it at the top of the at the top of the game. Sometimes I get people who just got in the game, mid level. Like it's it's an honor to be able to 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 bring this to the game to improve the game. So, yo, Steve, man, you made a huge contribution today, and uh, I look forward to continuing to do our careers together because you're in training day. And I'm about to put our, our schedule up for this, our scheduled course up for, for this week today. I'll be meeting with you guys. And uh, yeah, man, thank you. Thank you for your time and attention, brother. Awesome, Byron. One last thing, guys. Yes, sir. Definitely sign up for Executive Protection Training Day Program. It'll change your life, man. It has for thank me. You. Thank you. Thank you. That oh, means yeah. a lot, man. That's why that means, that means the world to me to hear that. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all on the next episode. Boom. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out, executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, hard skills do save lives, but soft skills get you paid. Boom. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place. Do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can because it makes all of these things possible. Thanks for those contributions. Yo, and before we go, you know I got a shout out to the sponsors, starting out with Primary Weapon Systems, PWS. They truly are the evolution of the rifle. Use Byron for 10% off. Gray Man and Company, the most comfortable tactical suits in the game. Use Byron for 10% off with them. Until the next podcast, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. Out. Boom.